Yo, what's going down, my pals? You got your boy Jimmy on the intro today. So in this episode, we catch up with Adwife before their performance at Heis, the Welsh Music Awards that occurred that very evening. Adwife were not only nominated for the Heis Award, but they also became the recipients of the award for the second time that evening with their album, Bato Mato. Unfortunately, Cal couldn't make it for the interview, but he still gets his feature in the playlist picks. So time for me to stop my ramblings and let Adwife do the talking. Sit down and soak it up. Welcome to Advice to uh, episode four of season three. Um, yeah, we're in Tiny Rebel today, um, in on location, um, ahead of your gig in Heist uh, this evening at uh, the Welsh Music Awards. So, if, do you mind if we go around the room? Who's who's with yeah. us today? It's fine. My name's Holly, uh, and I sing and I play guitar in Advice. I'm Halas, and I play gu- uh, drums. Who's <laughs> 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 good? I'm Gwen, and I play bass. Excited for this evening? Yes. That's all we've been talking about over the past few weeks, to be honest, oh, yeah. is Welsh Music Prize. Who's going to win? The winner. Oh, not the performance. The winner, <laughs> the winner, yeah. 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 But we are excited. Did you guys win it, what, 2019? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Don't think we'll win it as anything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're just super excited. It's such a good lineup mm. this year. It's very, very strong. It could go to anyone. Mm. Maybe us. Who knows? It's very diplomatic. You want to win. Yeah, we want to win. Yeah. There's um, money on the line. Yeah, yeah. Right? Cash prize. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't a cash prize when we won it, but there is now, so who knows? Nice. It would be nice. Have you been Have you been awarded some cash before with something else? Um, we had some funding. Fun, fun, yeah. yeah, we got PPL Momentum, which was, was that 10? 10 grand, wasn't it? Yeah, so. And we had Horizons funding. Yeah. Is that stuff pretty important? You find it pretty vital? Yeah, it is. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be able to do the second album without the PPL. No, definitely not. And we used the Horizons funding for Amps. Yeah, that was at the very beginning, our first load of money from Horizons. We literally went through like the first couple of years of us playing gigs. We didn't have any amps because we couldn't afford it. Um, Just borrowing people's amps all the time. So that Horizons funding, definitely. Helped us out, especially yeah. in the in the first year that we got it. Now everyone borrows amps from us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's so the cycle. Simple, yeah. 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 Repaying the favour. Yeah. Yeah. So take us back to the beginning, where did you guys all meet, and, and how did the band and Adwife come to be? We've me and Gwen, we've known each other since we were tiny. Our parents know each other. We grew up next door neighbours. Um, about years, yeah, and we've fun. never had an argument. Never. Yeah, we've never had an argument. We have like little like disagreements with each other, where it's like we talk about it, but we've never shouted at each other. No. Yeah, we started making music uh, when we were like 15, 16, 16. Yeah. Started doing covers. And then just awful. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, terrible. What sort of covers are you doing? We were trying to do like first aid kits. And like, what are we doing? We tried to do um, build a home by cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> what a rogue choice! <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought, oh, you can't do this because it's not working out. So we decided to start writing our own songs, and then we met the in our first gig. Mm. Oh really? Did yeah. you have a drummer in the first gig? No, no, no. no. drummerless. Ah. Yeah, the toilets. Yeah. <laughs> she was yeah. quite drunk. Yeah. Underage and drunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you want a drummer? I'm a drummer. Like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Where was that gig? In the park. Ah, bless. Yeah. Bless it, yeah. Was it like that platform? Oh. One, two, three. Is it platform three? Or was yeah. that another? No, I'm pretty sure it was that one, yeah. Yeah, he was going to have got our name wrong in that gig. He was like, oh, Hidi Adbors. And he went, eh. But yeah, that was the gig that we met here, and the rest is history. Yeah. 
Good. Started rehearsing, started writing together. And when, what time, what, roughly when was that? So you started 20, summer 2015, you started properly writing um, after probably like started doing stuff in the December 2015 or like start of 2016 was it? Well yeah so it would have been yeah I think it was December December 5th I remember that was the gig and then I think we started doing stuff a couple weeks but basically 2016 was it I think our second when we got asked to do club Upstairs in club. Yeah, for our second gig. Yeah, no, I remember I was so excited. I was like, what the hell happened? Daddy, you left me, what just happened? I was so excited. It was only like our parents and like a few other Welsh language music heads. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so just to play shows in there now where it's like packed out, just think back to that second ever gig that we did with just our parents there. It's just kind of funny <laughs> to think about. But yeah, growth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, perfectly. And then Maven came out 2018? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Our little baby. Yeah. Because you guys got some serious momentum, right? But like pre-COVID. Yeah. 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 Cause, um, I feel like after Watch Movie Prize, especially, it's like people kind of Onto it, mm-hmm. and there was that momentum. But then COVID happened. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So we just did like mm. South by Southwest in March 2020. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it got cancelled two weeks before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lost all of our money. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. How does it work? Did they like, you get invited to go play? But like, have you got to step up? Yeah, you, you've got to pay for all of it, basically. Oh, well, yeah. There is funding oh, and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, if you don't get the funding, then mm. yeah, it's not fair. The That's worst, tough. yeah, the worst part is so we didn't get any of the money back for the flights and stuff. And then I was trying to ring up the airline afterwards to be like, what's going on? I didn't even get through to them. I was on hold for ages, and they charged me like sixty quid for being on hold for them as well. I was like, the audacity <laughs> of you to charge me sixty quid. Yeah, but yeah. Like the momentum, because you guys got a lot of radio plays, right? You did some sessions mm. for the, you did some Made a Veil session, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did a Made a Veil session. That was quite early on. That was, so I was still on. in school. We were still, I was in like year 17 or 18, I think. I remember just taking a day off school and then they were like, we where, where were you <laughs> yesterday? Yeah, well, <laughs> and my teachers were like, where were you yesterday? I was like, I was yeah. in Made a Veil. They are like, oh. <laughs> yeah, was, it must have been like 2017 or something, 2016, 2017. Looking back, that, I, we were literal kids doing that. It's just mm. crazy. It feels like ages ago. About time for another one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Maiden was really so Libertino as well. Yes. Mm. So, like, kind of, well, Griff, I suppose, would have like picked up on you guys and like garnered some interest. And yeah. How did, how did that, like, relationship He was in the first gig. He was oh, in the first gig. And I was in the first gig as well. Yeah. <laughs> really came together in the first yeah. gig. The first gig of the covers? Or yeah. Was it, um, so it was just me and Holly, so that we were like... Right, okay. Um, it wasn't it was even covers, it was, was our own songs. Right, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but me and Griff were at the first gig. Which is weird, isn't wild. it? And then I remember getting uh, an email then, I think it was the summer... It was, it was a bit after. So I mean, it might have been Easter or something. I don't think um, he contacted us. No, but he was like, I remember him being there. Like he was yeah. there at our first gigs. Yeah. Were you yeah. fascinated by the fact that he was there? Did you guys we know didn't know who he was. was. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't started the yeah. at that point. Right. So right. it was like, that's why we got the email then a few months later. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm sat in this fable. Would you want to, you know, be on it? You know, mm. love you guys and all that. But I remember I was in like a, I was in York in a railway museum. And I got yeah. emailed. Yeah, I was like, I thought it was like some kind of like scam, some kind of scammers. Um, and then yeah, I went to go meet him in Cafe Nero. I remember being like so nervous, like oh my god. <laughs> it's like I remember who it was. Um, and I had a chat with him, and yeah, he's just been with us ever since. And, 
can kind of grow them at Libertino and they've been there from the start. And yeah, I think it was just, it was luck that we all kind of came together at that point at the same time and we started the band and started the label at the same time. Mm-hmm. Just goes to show you never know who you're playing in front of for every gig, I guess, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's true. Just takes one or a couple of people yeah. to be there that are important, you know? And has he been quite influential? Very. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I, we started the band not, we didn't have any big ambitions mm-hmm. or anything. It was just like, well, I'll play, you know? But he kind of he gave us the confidence. Yeah, he gives the direction and also gives the confidence. Mm-hmm. We never would have thought that we would have been able to do all this. Yeah, though. I mean, he's like a part of every decision we make. So like okay. anything we do, yeah, he's like a part of that decision. So I guess he is like a, a kind of fourth member in a way, yeah. in terms of like, yeah, he, you know, we decide together what to do and stuff. And but yeah. he's never like overbearing. No. Like we can do what we want, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And if he wants us to do one thing and we want to do the other, he's like, just go and do it, it's fine, you know, he's not going to like try and force us to do something we don't want to do, um, which is amazing mm. and very lucky. And, yeah. He just does it because he loves music, Welsh music, like mm. he, he's not trying to, he's not some scary industry guy that wants money, he's just, from yeah. the start, he's been very DIY and homegrown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been great, he's, so, yeah. he's a great guy. Yeah, like with this stuff with the superfairy animals, it's very, very loose and creative, and like it's very hard to pin down. So I can imagine that, like as like someone who owns a label, he just wants to be able to provide that for everybody else. Do you know what? It's not. Do you think it's, it's not Griff from Superfairy Animals? <laughs> do you know you're not the first person to think <laughs> yeah, that. Quite, quite a lot quite of people. Quite do. Quite I would people. just assume it's it's, it's Griff from. It's not him. It's Griff from Marlin. <laughs> it's Griff from Buddy Carbs. No, you're not the first person to that. I don't know if I should. I think that's a good laugh, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of people have thought that. Yeah. They? Like, oh, don't tell me Griff Reese is managing you. No. Yeah. <laughs> he literally. Griff Reese, is that there? Oh, no, as in, like, they're just, they're like, oh, you're going to tell me next it's Griff Reese. You know what I mean? Like uh, a yeah, kind of like yeah, shop yeah. thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of, yeah. No, he literally has a full time job in the Union Carmarthen, has a young child, and a does and a partner, and does all of this as well. Like 20 yeah. bands or something, I think he's got on there. It's it's nice. so How does he do it? Lives for it. Yeah. 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 And manages us full time, so. Yeah. Is he. Is he quite a big advocate for Welsh language as well? Is that where mm, you guys yeah. got such a strong relationship? Really? Yeah, I think, you know, he started it wanting it to be a Welsh language label. That's what he kind of inspired him to do it in the first place, was to kind of give Welsh language bands and artists that, that platform and that support, which is like quite hard to find sometimes. Mm. Um, and to give them big ambitions as well. I feel like a lot of Welsh language bands don't have the biggest of ambitions, which is why I think we started off not having those ambitions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of bands, their highlight would be like headlining my speed, mm. and then they don't think or don't want to do anything, mm. you know. Or there's just like, they've not really had like a, nobody's really done beyond that before in terms of like going out of like the Estevvard kind of circle. Like not many Welsh language bands do that. So yeah. I think it is like quite a hard, thing to see beyond that sometimes. Yeah, do you guys ever consider not being so strict on the rest of language in order to allow you to go more mainstream for one Yeah. <laughs> we did think about it. Yeah. We've released yeah. a couple of we English have, songs. Yeah, we've released like two or three English songs, haven't we? But they're just... They don't, first of all, they don't do as well. No. And second of all, they... They don't feels, sound as good. Yeah, I don't <laughs> feels mimicky, you know? Like, why are we doing this? It feels authentic in a way. Yeah. I do think as well the lyrics in Welsh just for us anyway they just sound better yeah. like, you really avoid cliches I think yeah. when, you, when you write in Welsh and I, I, mean, I always listen to the lyrics of every song mm. first and I don't know I just get cringed up with lyrics a lot so writing in Welsh is kind of like a different approach do you know what I mean yeah yeah I feel like a lot of things haven't been said in Welsh so it's it's quite easy to avoid cliches because you know, no, a lot of topics haven't, yeah. haven't been covered in the Welsh language. Mm. Just, yeah, yeah. Right, especially modern topics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I yeah. think it's important as well to like move for people, for listeners to move away just from English yeah. language music because there is an absolute wealth of music out there that is, like like your music that is not English language, but like you take a little step outside of that zone and you're introduced to a whole new mm. world of music. You know? Yeah, yeah, and like it's. It's kind of a British thing, this like yeah. English mm. language music. Like you go to Europe and everyone's like multilingual and listens to different kinds of music, mm. yeah. so it's not a problem. So it's kind of, yeah, I think we've kind of decided now we need to go Europe. That's, mm. that's the way yeah. to go. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've been just trying to convince like London industry people that, you know, taking a risk on us for whatever reason, because yeah. we speak Welsh. I don't want you to take a risk. Yeah. I want you to be invested and yeah. enjoy it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I, yeah. I don't want to try and convince some industry London yeah. people that Welsh is cool. I'm not. I'm not doing that. You've come up against that. Then, you? Oh yeah, yeah. quite. So yeah, over. just for years we've been. We were trying to get like a booking agent in the UK, and obviously they're mostly based in London, and they'll show like loads of interest and be like, "Yeah, I'm going to come to the show." And we're like, "Oh, cool," and then they just don't turn it up, or they just like they're just like, "Oh, yeah, it's really cool," but. Mm, not sure oh. if I can like yeah take the risk as you said. I don't think they know how to market yeah. like them is like it, yeah. Some alien I guess thing. it is such a new like I guess for a London the London scene it is quite a new concept in terms of you know not many Welsh language bands break like beyond Wales so it is quite a new concept and like I do understand that it probably is like for them like oh it is just a bit of a change, but also they should be used to hearing multilingual. Yeah, yeah, lots of audience love it. Yeah, the audience. Yeah, all of our London shows are always like packed, and we get such good with, like reaction from mm. everyone. It's um, like the industry are like mm. ten steps behind yeah. all the time. Like the so audience true. is there for it. Yeah. But yeah, the industry people just. It's, it's just they're like super like London centric, so they don't really. Yeah, they don't really see a lot beyond like that. I think that's as quite well. a common thing. That yeah, talk to people, especially like other bands from Cardiff, who mm. aren't Welsh, like language, they mm. find the same thing. Like, yeah, like, it's just a notorious London really Yeah, it is. But, but yeah, <clears throat> and then your most recent album release. Yeah. Easy after COVID. How has that gone down? It's been really good. Mm. The reaction to it has been really, really good. Um, it was a bit of a weird one because we wrote it during COVID as well. So it was like a, we couldn't really get together and write together. So it was a different process than, than Melon. Mm. But yeah, people have reacted to it really well and we're very proud of it. Mm. What was your writing process for Melon versus I mean. Uh, we didn't really get to play the songs together <clears throat> before recording it. Like, on Merlin, those songs we wrote, like, pretty much at, at the very start, and we've been playing them for ages, and then we mm. went in the studio to record them. But this time it was kind of the other way around. And in a way, it gave us a lot of freedom to to play around in the studio and add lots of different things and different instruments. Gwen brought some crazy instruments to the studio from the cash gen in Carmarthen. <laughs> I, I don't know who's got these instruments. Like what? What did it bring? Um, I, so... Turkish I, kombucha? Yeah, Turkish kombucha, yeah. which is like... It's, it looks like a banjo, but it has that, like, Middle Eastern-y, like, oud-sounding um, it's quite dark instrument, yeah. isn't it? It's like fretless, so none of us can play it. Right. <laughs> yeah. like, Good for me. Yeah. yeah. But it's on the start of Kumpa. It's like dun dun dun. Yeah, I, I was doing that like, ages of trying to get it. Like, oh, slightly off. <laughs> no, it's not quite. It's again and again. So annoying. Um, but it's a good instrument. And then I got a Zongruan, which is like a Chinese instrument with like really deep frets. Um, mm, also don't know how yeah. they. We had an accordion um, as well. Accordion. We like pitched, yeah. pitched it down into yeah. some. Do you say that was quite an old accordion? It was yeah, a grand's, wasn't it? Like it's the accordion. Like a friend of my great granddad's. So that so one didn't so come from the cash. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a family heirloom, that is. Um, yeah, I think it's about probably like 150 years old or something. God knows. But yeah, it was a very different process from Merlin. Um, 
and it felt, I don't know, more free when we were writing it. Um, but then afterwards, we kind of had to, like, write, now we have to get together and actually be able to play these songs live. It was just a bit like, uh-oh, what have we done? Yeah. <laughs> but with enough practice, and we, did, we got there. We got yeah, there. yeah, fair, because, like, from, from the album, like, listening to Batamato, I hear, like, it sounds to me as if you've been jamming, like, a lot. Mm. Like, it's, like, lots of jam. And then, like, I don't know, I pick up on that when I've seen you play, but this even will be the fifth time I've seen you play this year. So like, it's super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. I, I get the impression that you guys like play so long, play so much together that it's just tight and like the communication's like mm. non-verbal. And like, I, I always hated that in the album. So it's like mad mm. interesting to realise that it was more like in the studio experimenting. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we definitely developed as musicians anyway since Melon. You know, that feels like a lifetime ago we were recording mm. Melon. Well, the first songs we've ever written, so. Bloody hope yeah. <laughs> no, we definitely have did develop as musicians from the recording of both albums. I'd like to think. Anyway, <laughs> how was your songwriting process? Do you like come with lyrics, or you literally all just kind of sat in the same room and played and learning instruments? And depends. I know. Sometimes one of us will come to the to like a jam with a song ready, and we'll work on it together. And other times we all work on it. Like as all three of us, but Gwen, we got on Garage Band recently. Mm. I've been some singers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've just been like, I run a shop and I've just been there with my headphones on, like, just making loads of tunes. <laughs> <laughs> loving it. Um, so the album number three is going to be even better. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's given us like a yeah, a bit of a, like an electronic side as well. Because up until now we haven't really. Yeah. Well, none, none of us are producers, you know. We don't really know what we're doing. We barely picked out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, really yeah. Um, yeah, but now we've got this element with the garage band. I almost called it garage band. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, helping us expand and like just be more prepared mm. before going in the studio, I think. And uh, Batamato, the, the album name is named after somebody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, um, so we wrote the album after our trip to Siberia yeah. in 2020 and the culture minister of the area we were in was called Batamato and yeah he kind of gave us a tour around the area and we were really inspired by the trip and the landscape and kind of architecture and stuff so we thought it was a very fitting name. Yeah, fair. It's a great name, Batamato. Yeah. Yeah. It just name. rings, doesn't it? of tongue. It kind of, we suggested it as a bit of a joke to start off with. It's like, oh, we just called it Battle Battle. It's really like, oh, it's really. Actually, I can't yeah. like it. So, how did you guys end up on a trip to Siberia? Oh, <laughs> it's uh, in this festival called UU Sound Festival. Right. And Focus Wales took us out there. Um, yeah. I think it was that, it was the first year of the festival. So we were like the first people to attend. We didn't know what was going on yeah, like the whole time. Like yeah. Andy I, from Focus Wales was like, oh, I'm not sure what it's going to be like, but you know. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go. So the whole trip was like. Yeah, it was just, mad. It took us about 36 hours yeah, to get there. Yeah, 36 hours trip. Oh, really? We got two planes and then. Trans Siberian Express. Trans Siberian Express. Oh, really? For eight hours. What? We didn't yeah. even know we were getting yeah. on Trans Siberian Express. We just sort of yeah. got off the plane and then we got in this like little taxi thing and we got to this um, train station and we were like, oh. And then we realised what was going on and we were like, oh my God, I'm going to Which is some, yeah, it's mad. Like, that's something I've always, yeah. You see, like, real Russia. Yeah. Like, real, real. Russian yeah. people. Like, and the crazy real, people, real you know. Russian people mm. as well. <laughs> They're wild people. Yeah. And this guy kept showing us videos of, like, Cows and people getting hit by the train. Like he just kept like showing us. We're like, um, <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> we were like, no, I mean, come. By the fifth time he showed me, I was like, <laughs> yeah, he was drinking enough. this yeah. like orange liquid as well. Do you yeah, that? it was like a massive bottle of vodka, just like gulp, 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 gulp. Just put it down yeah. there, and like five minutes later, but gulp, 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 gulp. It was, just, it was yeah, wild. It was. <laughs> Where the hell are we going? Yeah. Where have you taken us, Andy? It was great. We played in like this hockey arena, and the first one it was huge, and it, that was really good. Like everyone was loving it, 
And then the second one we played was in a sex club. Or Club 69. Club yeah. 69. <laughs> <laughs> we, we was a like, hotel attached to the... And the, yeah, there was like like sections in the front with like with poles and stuff and there was no dancers when we were playing which I was kind of gutted about. <laughs> like why is they no, why it's wasted. Why are the dancers? Yeah, I want the dancers, but yeah, that was mad. What an experience! It, it was yeah. so weird. And he took us to this um, like the Buddhist center of Russia, which was like down the road, <laughs> and there was you know because it was right above Mongolia. So it was very like Mongolian influenced. It wasn't like Russia at all. And there was like these massive temples and stuff. And you could see people that were like chanting with like drums and stuff. People went to see that. Mm. And then it took us into this room and there was a dead man behind a cabinet, like a mummified body. But he was like, like a, sitting there cross legged. A, um, a monk, wasn't he? He was a very. Yeah, they buried him and then yeah. he dug him back up and put him in the cabinet. Yeah. Mm. They do stuff like um, self mummify themselves and they, they can get into like this meditative state where they have literally. He was, yeah, yeah. He was in like a, yeah. a yeah. lotus yeah. position. Like and they think he's still alive. Yeah, this was like the. Apparently his nails still grow and his hair still grows and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we were. It's really symbolic though, you guys like just getting stuck in to something so far out there. Yeah. But yeah, is that quite a thing that you guys do just get, get stuck in and get out of the comfort zone? And yeah, just you just have to, yeah. When they come? yeah. Yeah, you just have like where else like I'm never gonna go back there again. You know, so would, not no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, we probably would go back. No, yeah, for sure. But I mean like yeah. we wouldn't have gone there if it wasn't for that opportunity. Yeah, like we yeah. never would have experienced that, so just gotta do yeah. it I guess. You just have to, yeah, just travel yeah. you have to experience yeah. what the place is like and, yeah. so you say like it influenced the, the, new, the latest album like how how, how did, it, did it so i mean very inspired by like the landscape there because it was very different especially when we were on the trans-siberian express i remember looking out the window and being like wow mm. this place is unlike anything i've ever seen before um yeah and the architecture as well, because mm. it's like it's the third biggest city in Russia, but like no one's ever heard of it, and it was just like those of like empty buildings, like half-built skyscrapers, and yeah. it was a big city. And you could see it was a big city, but it wasn't like a city centre. There was no one about really. It was just very like mm. barren. I don't really remember like walking around that much. That's all I remember. Except is that. for going. A huge head of, of, um, of Lenin. Lenin, yeah. That's pretty much what oh, I remember. Yeah. Of the, no, the, um, the communist yeah, yeah. leader. Yeah. <laughs> Not John uh, Lennon. Yeah. 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 yeah, there was definitely something quite like melancholy about the place, I would say. It's, it wasn't quite like. Yeah, I don't know. It felt like a kind of in between of it's kind of forgotten really. Yeah, places. But I think but it was really interesting. Not a lot goes on there, and no. so when like the you sound this festival was on, everyone was going mad for it, especially in the hockey arena. Do you remember this? Yeah. Those people in the front, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, playing, like, yeah. Yeah. So the crowd reception was pretty good. Yeah, and was there was like there was billboards with our faces on it across the city. No. Because it was like they couldn't believe like a band from like. Wales would be coming to like Ulladudi, you know, that's just like a mad concept for yeah. them. So it was like, yeah, it was like us and another band were like the two main bands playing. Yeah, there's lots of billboards around mm. the city with our faces on it. Is that one of the drivers behind wanting to go back to, to Europe or overseas for the, for the crowd reception, mm. that experience? Has that helped wanting to do that? Or are you just sort of pissed off with London? Just <laughs> 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 I just Why think, I, I don't know, I just think we fit into that yeah. sort of scene. Mm more I guess Especially I think we try to be more of a like UK kind of London well try to go yeah and maybe like impress the people in London but I think we just realised actually we don't want to be doing that and like there's such a more like broader scene in Europe and broader kind of mind set maybe yeah, yeah. in Europe so yeah have you got plans then? Because you guys did a, you guys done two UK headband tours, right? Okay. Yeah, we did. The one with yeah. Mesh and then the one for the album. Who's in one? I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, so that 
the first one we did was with PEST, and they organised a, um, it was us, Papirwal and Mast, and played Glasgow, Manchester, Manchester London, London, and, oh, was that it? I think that was it. <laughs> was that it? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was quite a short one. And then we did one for the album as well. Um, but the reactions have like always been really good. Mm. Like the, the Manchester one was yeah. amazing. People singing along in Welsh to our songs and stuff in Manchester. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. I just remember being like, <laughs> singing very bored and crying, people all singing along. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't expect it. Because I think, like, was that our first Manchester gig? Except was. for we played with Gwen or oh, right. I think that was our second one. Right, second one. Like people singing along yeah. and stuff was just wild. Yeah. Was it a deliberate decision doing the independent venue stuff? Is that like, or was that just kind of? Yeah, I think it's like definitely, rhythms? definitely important to us. Um, yeah, I would say. Was so. that Why so? Do you, or do you, do you feel it might be? Do you see sometimes it could be detrimental doing something mm. like that in the sense of not playing the biggest places in, in the big cities? Well, I think we prefer playing smaller places anyway. Yeah. Like... It's just in, about vibes, Yeah, in soon this weekend we played downstairs in club and it was just such a nice yeah, environment. Yeah, yeah, like... Yeah. yeah, and I think it's just important for us to support independent venues anyway. But I think, yeah, we just prefer a more intimate setting anyway. Without... Uh, without... Um, the Parrot or Kuru, as it's known now in Carmarthen. There's only one music venue there, so <clears throat> without that, we wouldn't have ever probably even been exposed to Welsh language music or wanted to start a band or, you know. So it's important to us to help keep venues like that alive, definitely. Because it was a big inspiration for us, starting the band. Yeah, and then it leads you to playing in Glasgow. This year? Oh, yeah. How did that? <laughs> festival. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been absolutely crazy. Mm, yeah. That was Such so like a fun. milestone, mm. isn't it? Another one of those get the email like... Yeah, yeah I know. Yes. I remember, I think I tried... I got the email because I was straight on it. Then I was like trying to ring you. I was trying to FaceTime voting, everyone. Voting I was trying to FaceTime someone. Yeah. Like, Hello? Like someone... <laughs> 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 no one's answering. I was no one at home and I was there like... <laughs> I was yeah, it was just so exciting. Yeah. It was an amazing experience. And it was packed. There were so many people mm. there. Such a mad like experience. Yeah, we played after Idols as well, which was mad because yeah, they they chose us to play, but we didn't know they were doing like the to be to be announced yeah, like secret like set. Yeah, so yeah. they were on before <laughs> us. So imagine us standing there with our guitars and drumsticks and stuff at the side of the stage waiting to go on. Idols absolutely smashing it, the tenth pass. We were just like, okay, we gotta follow this. Come on, get the zone, we're gonna do this. Um, yeah. But it was amazing. I feel like it worked out in our favour loads, actually, because you know, Idols said at the end of their set, they were like, you know, we've we've picked all the artists that are on today, so if you want to see what we've been listening to and what we're into, stick around. And like a lot of people did. So it was and a lot of Welsh people. Loads in of Welsh the crowd, people as well. Loads of bucket hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sounds good in there as well. Yeah. yeah. Lots of Welsh flags. Yeah. Welsh flags. Feel as if you were home. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's not the first time you played like. But you supported them when they played the more. Yeah, yes. it was mad. <laughs> that was wild. Mm, that was mad. I was not expecting that many people to be there for yeah. us as a support band when we were playing with Idols. Oh my god, it was just absolutely round. Like we, I just wasn't expecting that many people. Yeah. I just thought like, oh, there'd be like a good, good group in the front and people like sparse rounds yeah. in the back, you know. We went out there and the lights went up on the crowd and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was mad. There's just so many people there. Because yeah, I, I think. Like, really like about the motor point, it, it is a fucking big stage. Yeah. 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 I don't know, and uh, I just couldn't believe it. It's crazy. Yeah, well so much done. fun. Thank you. Should we get into our deep dive? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, deep dive, we basically just want to talk about a particular song. Just get, get under, the, uh, under the skin of it, really. So, um, the song we want to do is Lan Moore. Mm -hmm. Right. If that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Oh yeah. Um, let's start. Let's start with the lyrics. Like, the lyrics are obviously from folk song, Welsh folk song. Um, like, was there a particular version of the song that you were like, oh, I really like that, and like, let's use the lyrics? Did you, or did you have like the song written and looking for lyrics? Like, just, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. How did it come? To um, was your I idea? Think, was your yeah, idea? I was playing that for ages, finishing weeks before I need to do something with this, and then. I can't even know. I was just putting it together and I was trying to think about... Wasn't it originally for a session? Yeah, yeah. yeah. asked us to do a cover. We thought, oh, it's like a surf rock riff. Like, the perfect. We put Lanamore to it. And we just Um, literally... I just Googled Lanamore lyrics and the first thing came up and I was like... We sort of came up with the melody when we were playing it. But that Horizon session never happened, but we still got a banging song out of it, so... Yeah, yeah yes. it's a big part of our set now, actually. That's it's such song. a fun one to play, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we are it indeed. Makes, it yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it does. Yeah. It's a fun one. I enjoy mm. playing it. Yeah, it's good. When that tempo change comes, it's so fun. Like that tempo change, I remember when um, Dripping Tap came out by Giz, and I was like, shit, this sounds like Lanamore. <laughs> oh, I swear to God, he starts driving. Like, I was like, yeah. Seems I love that. So you came up with the riff and then like you bring it into practice? Yeah. Like? Yeah, it kind of just came in pretty. We did that all pretty quickly, didn't we? We did yeah, it in kind of Pirate Studios actually in Cardiff. We put it all was together. It, it yeah. was in Pirate yeah. Studios. Uh, um, it's quite a simple song really, so it came together like really easily. We had the lyrics, we had the riff, and then mm. we just yeah yeah decided to do that tempo change as well. But I feel like it's developed. The more we play it, the more like it, it has gotten a bit more like fast. I feel like live, isn't it? Sometimes. Where does it sit in your set? It's, it's actually the second song we play. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I feel like it's a good little like. Yeah. yeah. Punch in the face. Here we are. It's one of them. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a lot of your songs come quite naturally, though. It doesn't seem like mm. it's a thought process at all. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes there is an element of being like, sometimes we do feel like we have to push for it. Then a lot of the times I feel like the songs get scrapped anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All of the songs that we like try really hard to write, oh, that's not good. And then, like the other day, we were doing that writing session and we were trying so hard with this one song, and then we were getting a bit delirious, and then Gwen just started playing this like, funky country thing as a joke and then we were all just sort of joined in like oh god <laughs> so, you know it's probably one of the next singles you know it's just as a as a joke mm, I think yeah. <laughs> yeah it's when we're having the most fun I think the best songs come it's like not take yourself too seriously mm, yeah. like sometimes you get bogged down being like too serious like this needs to be a good mm. song it needs to be a pop song it needs to have this chorus and stuff but then sometimes yeah when you're just being stupid you just get the best songs <laughs> Do you feel, well, I think Big Norval mentioned on, on that, on the album, Tordy. I love mm. that, that, like, yeah. the second, like, piano piece. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people have said that, actually, yeah. that they love that. I think that. you just don't, like, hear almost yeah. the in an album mm. very often anymore. It's like, it's like an old-fashioned, kind of not old-fashioned, but, like, hip-hop thing, right? Yeah. They always have breaks in the album, yeah. don't they? And I was, I was like, what? Some guy in Swansea actually, when we played in the bunkhouse, came up to me and gave me like a little five minute long lecture like, that song shouldn't be on the album. Okay. Yeah, when I was working on the merch store, he's like, what's this one? He got the CD out and he was like, that one, not good. <laughs> Sorry, I oh just don't God. think it belongs. I was like, well, you said, <laughs> yeah, I know, literally. I was getting really close as well. I hope you told him to get fucked. I was like, oh, well, it's not for everyone, is it? Sorry. Can I buy a t shirt? Yeah, okay, that'd be 20 pounds. Yeah, thank you. Bye, bye, bye. No, just people can be so blunt, I feel like, after the show. Most people are like lovely, but you got some people that are just like. 
Well, we didn't ask, no, but... Yeah, well, well, just in the room as well. Yeah. yeah. People actually say stuff. Yeah. There's not a lot very often. No, but, um, most of the people who come are like so nice and so supportive and like I just love the music. I could never go to a band and no. be like, mm, this song this shouldn't song, be on the yeah. album. Like, oh, who are you? Yeah, yeah. who are you? Yeah, <laughs> like, should have yeah. been involved in the writing process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like, you know, obviously you got totally on the piano and then like, is, was that hearing some synths as well, like in, in Lanamore? Yeah. yeah. I remember you trying to do that oh unless you about 50 takes. I know. That's really fast. Yeah. It's like trying to figure out like, no, 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 just go rogue. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe I'll surprise you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you felt when I listened to your resident album, like just about the map, especially like the you know like the atmosphere and mystery in it, didn't we? I was like, these guys could write a bond song. We wrote a song, which we've actually kind of scrapped a bit. Which one? Um, the one that's like a Bond theme tune. The other oh, day. Yeah, I was like, if we're going to yeah. get, like, a, you know, if it's time for change, we, Maybe change we, can, we can bring it back. a Welsh language yeah. Bond, Bond theme song. It would be good. We did, we have we could, one. We could actually, yeah, try and, uh, we had quite a few, didn't we, that sounded quite similar to that as well. Yeah. We could try and bring it back. Bond theme yeah. tunes. Yeah. So when they come knocking, you got something yeah. in your pocket ready. Yeah, yeah exactly. I love Preferred. That. I love that. I'm yeah, the like picture. You don't have to do any work. Here's the song. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> if you want to do what you will. Take it. Unreal. Right, playlist. Oh, yeah. Um, we've also, Carl has sent in his um, his song. To forgot you. to mention yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Carl, sorry you're not here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hello everyone, hello Adwaith. Sorry I can't be there today. Um, I'm back home in my motherland, wearing a kilt and eating haggis. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm really sad not to be there. I love the band, love all your music. Uh, so I hope the boys are treated you well. So this week though, my song choice. So I'm going to go off the Monkey Brain album by Baby Dave. Um, I believe Bane just saw them at Soon this weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm a massive fan. I'm a massive fan of the Slaves Project, but just generally I love it when musicians from a band go off and do a solo project and really kind of do something different and unique. And this album, the whole album as a whole kind of, it sounds very honest when you listen to it. Um, it's a real kind of vulnerable portrayal of his life. And there are some incredible songs in there. Like, so I, I, I really struggled to pick, so I have to maybe give a few a shout out. Like, Gen Z Babies, obviously, a standout. Uh, Stupid Mouth, I really love. Uh, Robert as well. That whole B side of the album, I think, is incredible. But for my song choice, I'm going to go for Clarence's Dead Dad. Uh, it's got a pretty wild intro. Um, but the melodies are really incredible and I, I think the chorus is quite haunting. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but yeah, like big fan of the album, big fan of Baby Dave and um, I hope everyone else is too. Lots of love. From Scotland, Callum. Did you see Baby Dick? Were you in yeah, Six? Yeah, I did see it. Yeah. Is it good? 
Yeah, it was, it was really good. I've actually. not seen, listened to his new stuff. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like very like, as you'd expect someone with like, who's done a like, a home project in yeah. COVID. Lots of, lots of synth and drum machines. And yeah. Did he play by himself? No, he had like, uh, he had like a band playing as well. Mm. Um, and it was, it was pretty cool actually, because there's like one song like called Gen Z Baby, and it's like quite poppy and really nice tune. Um, and then like finish on a song washing machine and like everybody was just like in the washing machine then. So it was like, it was good to have like that, that contrast. Yeah. It was really, yeah, it was cool. It was good set. Yeah. Is it so, just, you can you quite tell it's like a one-off project? Okay. Uh, no, I think like, I think if you went to see it and didn't know that Isaac was from Slaves, I think you, you'd be like, yeah, that's, uh, you'd, be, you'd be into it, like, you know? Are, yeah. they, are they still a band? Or, you know, like, I don't know. I think I think um, like something happened in Laurie's yeah. personal life, which kind yes. of like brought the band to the yeah. to a natural end. Um, it was part of yeah, yeah, it's those lines, yeah, 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 yeah. Something quite traumatic, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So yeah, Carl's choice, <laughs> uh, baby Dave. Um, yeah, so we'll pass it pass it across the table to. Whoever wants to go first. Oh, I want. Is it one, one song we're choosing? What? No, once you've set this in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go for Both two. Both of them. Yeah, okay. go on. I got um, Charlie XCX and Rina Sawayama, uh, Beg For You. Really good pop banger. Um, do you listen to a lot of pop music? Yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got Charlotte Adigeri and Boris Poople Mantra. Again, an amazing song. Yeah, I love their lyrics. They're just yeah, as a duo as well. They work really, really well. I have such a lack of self-discipline. What's wrong with me? Why am I awake before my alarm goes off every day? Is it because I'm a new artist that I should put up with that? Should I wear my afro or a wig again? Do you guys listen to similar stuff like as a collective and do you? influences. I don't know, I feel like we can all find enjoyment mm. in things that we all like, I guess, but we all do have quite different tastes yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, we can, but we, we can't like stick on an album together and enjoy it, all three of us, but... Yeah. We do have you know, quite different. Very different, different tastes. Yeah, I feel like I'm more... Kind of, I, I quite like more like electronic pop stuff right now. Yeah. What do you oh, I kind of do a lot of like world music world at the minute. music as well, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of like Turkish psychedelic mm. music mm. and yeah, like Tenariwen, like kind of like sub-Saharan blues and stuff. I just go on like a mad one and just like <laughs> know, find some, some weird stuff sometimes. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I love like world music as well, um, but I also like hip-hop and psychedelic rock music. But I also mm. love kind of like old school rock bands as well, like The Who is my favourite band mm. ever. Um, but yeah, all sorts of stuff. I like R&B, I like blues, you know, loads of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool though to see it, like all have your own interests and you kind of like, it's like a Venn diagram then, you kind mm. of all come together at the centre and make make room for more that influence mm. as well, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what makes the music quite interesting. Yeah, like, for sure. It is like a mix of... It's quite hard to pinpoint a genre on it because it's just like a melting pot of different things mm. and all the songs are quite different. Oh, that's your song, What's my song? Uh, it's Go Tsunami by uh, Dactyl Terror. And like, oh, as nice. we, we were talking before, uh, we kicked off, but saw him at Soon on uh, Sunday. And yeah, heard of Dactyl Terror for some time. 
and kind of like delayed listening to them because I got the impression like it was like one of those bands you want to see live before you listen to the music and yeah seeing that they were playing it soon I was just like right I'm just gonna hold on just gonna stick it out and um, I'm just not gonna listen to them until I go see them on the Sunday and they closed soon and what I yeah it was after, after straight after you guys mm. it was straight over into into fuel um, and yeah it was just I don't know it was just like the the drive, the chugging, like rhythm sections, yeah, and then, like the, rhythm, the yeah. guitar and the synth just like snakes all around mm -hmm. it and stuff. Mm -hmm. rhythm section and yeah and yeah maybe a chorus or two chucked in would be would be nice <laughs> <laughs> no 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 like yeah. you know I'm, I'm, I'm here for the jams like you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, yeah they I are really it. good I think yeah. one of the Cardiff hybrid bands probably they got people um, no I well I think yeah yeah so bassist I do I've forgotten a name but bassist sure. plays for Pigeon Whips yeah mm -hmm. I think the drummer does as well I'm pretty sure oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. is that the new drummer because I think they've had a few. Doesn't yeah, they? the new drummer. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest, but I know he drums for a couple of bands, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was the different. drummer from Powdered Milk um, for a little while. Powdered um, Milk, I'm not sure of the band. No? Yeah, yeah. like heavy, heavy blues. Like, quite like Sabbathy. Mm -hmm. oh. They're good, they're good, yeah. Yeah, I know they are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Tsunami Goat by Dr. Mm. Terror. Good choice. Yeah. Very nice. Back, back to you guys. Uh, I've chosen Joyce, forward by Michael Sheen. I can see the sea from my view, the taste that's left of it. Feel that warm heart around my heart. I'm slipping through your lungs and it's all up of God. The smoke of bother would have wanted that and a basic grasp of geometry. Joyce is Jimmy from Running Punks and yeah I played bass on this track actually um, and yeah he's got like a new project and stuff so I thought I'd choose him as well nice. Sweet. and Sexy Sushi Sex Appeal just like oh. it's a great French pop song Sexy and it, yeah Sexy Sushi is a great name for a band um, yeah anything in French just sounds mm. brilliant yeah I love yeah. it <laughs> it could be an awful song but it's in French I love it <laughs> It's, apparently they've got like five star reviews on the new album. Yeah. Yeah, Obviously, the music yeah, <laughs> yeah, five stars. But is it? It is out now. Right? Yeah, I'm not I'm actually sure. listening yeah, to it. Yeah, it is yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise, I've still not listened to it. Yeah. yeah. But nah, he produced this album, which is an LA oh. songwriter. So um, yeah, I don't know. yeah. You guys, monkeys fans? I really like the. I pretty much grew up listening to the mm -hmm. early stuff, but the older stuff I'm not um, so well 
first on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the older stuff, I yeah, they are really good songwriters. Yeah. I feel like AM literally had me in a chokehold when I was in school, and I literally yeah. Yeah. listened to that album too many times. And I still know every yeah. word; it's like ingrained in my brain. So yeah, I guess, but not really the new stuff. Yeah, no. but I think yeah. everyone's kind of feels the same a bit. Yeah, they? I think they are an amazing band. Yeah. If you like, the lyrics are just. Yeah. I think everyone grew everyone, up on yeah. Monkeys. Yeah. I can't not like them, really. Really? I never really listened to them when I was younger. Really? I was just like, I'm trying to be cool, so it's too not cool to listen <laughs> to like Monkeys, because everybody does. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, I don't know, actually. Like, I just just never... I, I was Chili Peppers, like, melodic yeah. stuff. Yeah. was, like, the stuff I was into when I was younger. But then um, I still didn't like much of the Arctic Monkey stuff. I didn't really get into AM that much. But then... Um, come across like Glass Shadow Puppets where Alex mm. Taylor oh, and yeah. Miles Kane do stuff together and the first album I really liked and then the second album I thought was like particularly good as well yeah. um, and then that kind of like set me up for Tranquility Basin Casino but they're not they're, I, don't, I don't listen to them all the time mm. but yeah kind of like the Scott Walker sort of like you know on theatre sort of mm. like I like yeah. was like hearing the progression of yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't like the new stuff with the progression of it all I'm just hearing a band develop yeah, yeah. I kind of agree with that like if they stick stuck to the same old stuff yeah I'd be it's, like, it's like a yeah. bit yeah. boring yeah. isn't it yeah By the, like you know and they want to change as well so yeah you know they should do what they want to do really. wouldn't be authentic either yeah exactly yeah, yeah. all right guys yeah. me okay uh I picked get myself arrested by Gomez I love Gomez. Gwen actually introduced me to them. This is the first Gomez song I ever heard. I just think they're so cool, mm. especially this song is not actually on the Liquid Skin album, but the Liquid Skin album is so good. Like, we listen to it in the car all the time, we've listened to it so many times. Production's all done by them as well, and literally, how can I get them to produce our next album? Then? <laughs> I'm not even joking, he's a genius. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's my first one, and then I've got Diesel by Fig Full Stop, it's been released recently. Um, he's a rapper from Cardiff. Uh, it's Minus on the production, so he's done the beat, and it's so good, it's so grimy and bassy. Burning Diesel. driving test and I've just been listening to this in my car full stop yeah. full stop that's his name <laughs> full blast and uh, yeah. feeling like a bad man with the windows down like, <laughs> yeah. that's literally all I've been doing so yeah, yeah so that's, thanks test. thanks yeah, yeah. so that's what I've been doing <laughs> that's why I picked that song wicked yeah straight to Macca's as well oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I'm Dod. Thanks very much for coming. Pub looking off. So yeah, good luck tonight, and yeah, look forward to uh, seeing you guys play. Where's Ma- Welsh Millennium Centre tonight? Yeah. Oh, that's all right. I know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think you guys are playing tomorrow night as well, right? Yeah, in Swansea in the bunkhouse. You guys are active live, aren't you? Yeah. I'm playing on Friday as well. Where at? In St David's in Cutch Festival. Oh, nice. Cool. What was the venue for that? And that's a wrap. 
It was a pleasure to yarn with Adwaith, and I'm very excited to hear that album three is in the pipeline. Next time, we should be back to full complement with three up front. And I just want to take the opportunity to say thanks to everybody that's been chiming in with your feedback of late. It's been duly appreciated. So we'll see yous on the other side. Sit down and soak it up. Mm-hmm.